It kills me when people like send me manuscripts and shit and say, can you read this and tell me if this is right for Godless? It's like, it's like, dude, if you think, if, if it falls into any dark fiction genre, like, like I've got a horrorotica on the site and stuff like that. And I've got fantasy and I've got sci-fi. It's like, if you think it fits into any of that and you think it's appropriate, then put your work on there, dude. It's not like I'm publishing. I think I, to Lucy's point a couple of times, it's like people think that I'm publishing their work and that as soon as they sign the agreement with Godless, they're a published author, which isn't the case. Mm. You know what I mean? Welcome to, I think we're on episode eight of Horror Business. Today, we have Drew Stepik on the show. We're going to be talking everything godless, mostly. And so just to get into it, Drew, what is godless? Uh, Godless is uh, an independent uh, literature, uh, an underground fiction uh, distribution website, but it's also a community brand and a social amplification model that helps uh, new and upcoming and kind of unheard voices. It, it helps them be heard over a mass scale. The, 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 the thought behind that was that if you notice like in, in the horror community, there were all these different segments of different authors who are kind of acting as their own self promoters. Right. And they weren't, able to really reach a the bigger audience that they would need to uh to 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 really make an impact with their with their work and their publicity behind their work so the thought was to take a bunch of these micro influencers and get them to unite uh around something whether it be a distribution platform or i mean that's what it turned out to be and uh by uniting them they become one big influencer rather than a bunch of like micro influencers on their own. And then if everyone works together, the the theory is that the messaging will go out to a lot more people. It's as Rain Havoc always says, your friends are my friends and my friends are your friends, right? And that's supposedly how it works. But you know, it's 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 been a, a rough road over the past year really getting people to unite and stand behind each other, whether that's personal beefs with each other or whether that's just laziness or whether, you know, some people just don't want to promote other people's content that they might find offensive personally. Right. So it's been an uphill battle as far as trying to get that done. But that's kind of like in a nutshell what it is. I mean, we, we all know it, it's it's an e-commerce platform. Right. But we wanted to make it more than that. We wanted to make it feel like it was more of a movement, uh, something that people wanted to be a part of. You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, I just put my new book on Amazon. It's like, fuck, I just put my new book on Godless. I'm a part of this community. Come help me out. Come help out all these authors. And let's try and and make our voices like heard in, in a major way. And I think that that's the approach rather than, you know, these self-published authors acting on their own to promote themselves and these other independent publishers acting on their own to promote themselves. It's bringing everyone together. And it's also about really squashing beefs within the community. Uh, Mark, I know that you know this and Lucy, you know it as well. There are a lot of beefs in the in, in our, our, uh, our industry and specifically this genre. And it's just it's just at the end of the day, if you think about it and you think about that, if we all work together and just 
get rid of all these preconceived bullshit fucking fights and stuff that we can become something a lot more powerful, you know, and all that stuff is just is just bullshit. You know, just forget about it. If someone says something that pisses you off, just let it fucking go, man. You got to think about the, the the bigger community as a whole here, right? You know, and, and Mark, you know I, that I, I'm also guilty of talking shit about people, but it's just like I, 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 I just I just let that fucking go. You know, I, I'll be pissed about something for like two minutes, honestly, and I just get over it because because I, I think that we're thinking about something bigger here, and we have an opportunity now. Because we do have uh, this distribution platform that everyone here has helped build, uh, that that can that can better our community and make it something different. And no, no other genre has something like Godless, you know. So I think that we should, that, that everyone should look at that and take advantage of that. You know, it's not me being an opportunist and coming in and saying, "Oh, I see all these dollar signs from fucking independent horror," because. Mm-hmm. You guys know that I'm fucking dumping every cent I got into this fucking thing. So it's not like I'm making a fucking penny. This is about my heart, and this is about my horror family that I I really, over the past year specifically, uh, feel really dedicated to. And so I want to help in any way I can. But at the same time, that doesn't mean I don't want to promote my own shit, right? You know what I mean? This isn't a a completely selfless venture. it, it it is time consuming for me. It it's definitely a full time job plus. Uh, it's financially straining on me. But but if we think about the bigger picture, this could be something that no other genre and no other community has. And so we need to just keep pushing forward. And I need to keep pushing forward and just keep laser focused on making this what we all kind of want it to be. Rather than just saying, okay, fuck it, we tried, you know, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. That's that's not good enough for me, man, because I want this to work. Because, you know, if we do spend the time to create something and we do actually unite, I mean, think back to uh, 31 Days of Godless, which is a promotion that we did in October for Halloween, you know, that's essentially the Christmas of horror. Um, dude, everyone was participating. Everyone was behind it and involved and sharing socially. And when I put up my native posts, everyone would blow those out to all their fans and stuff. And it was fucking amazing. And we like more than doubled sales, more than doubled traffic and stuff like that. And then like, you know, November rolls around and things teeter off a little bit. And then we had anti-Christmas, which was a smaller promotion, you know, I didn't have to reach into my pocket and buy a bunch of clothes and gift cards for people and shit like that. So, you know, it's like it, it it teetered off. And now that we're in a new year, we're gaining momentum again. But people got to remember that it's it's important to to stay focused on pushing out the message of the community as a whole. And I, I, I get really upset when I see, you know, authors um, on the platform who just only fucking uh, promote themselves and and publishers as well. And it, just because it's like, you know, it's it's not it's not my right to say that that's the wrong way to go about it. But supporting the community as a whole uh, is not only going to benefit me and Godless, 
it's going to benefit all of us because we have something now that separates us from every single genre and every single literary community. And if we all stand behind it and get involved, we've got something more than special. We got something that's going to turn people's heads. We've got something that can actually uh, have some more mainstream appeal. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it's, I'm, not, I'm not saying that we're going to completely cross over into like fucking, you know, teen lit or anything, it, mm. because that's outrageous. But the, the the more people who know about something and get involved with something and like something like these readers start to get like, you know, ravenous about people like Rain and, and Simon McCarty and these guys that I've been pushing for since the beginning. And, and it's like the more people who glob onto that because of a unified community and more people sharing their friends within the community, the, the, the more crossover appeal we're going to have, you know? Do. Yeah. I am. Um, I like all that. I'm all about unity. I'm all about coming together. I get, and this might be a loaded question. What uh, do you think that might turn some people off if they know that, Hey, you know what? I write some dark fiction. I enjoy it, but gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to read all these books and share all these people. Are we maybe, um, I don't know, making a publisher or a author be like, gosh, I don't know that I can be a micro influencer and I shouldn't go on there. Um, is that, we don't want that or maybe I, I'm interpreting it wrong. No, and, and it, the, the unfortunate part of that is because it, we all know it's asking a lot. I mean, Lucy has asked me or said to me several times, I don't feel comfortable sharing that. And yeah. I get that, mm -hmm. right? I totally get that. And I have no problem with that. You know, that that also goes back to the religious connotations of this. If you're uncomfortable sharing something called godless, then fucking don't. But at the end of the day, don't expect the community to rally behind you. And, you know, that's kind of the the way that I see it in a nutshell. But that's just not the reality, because these these readers and other authors and other publishers who are actively uh interested in, in promoting everyone and unifying the community, they're going to share your shit no matter what. So, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, I didn't, I didn't do my end of it, but I'm going to reap the benefits anyway. So, you know, it's, it's an honor system thing, man. It's like, I can't ask everyone to share all my fucking native posts. I, I would like if they would. And, and you know, I, I continue to tell people that building the social footprint of the core godless community, which is kind of based at me launching shit out every single morning, is is important for all of us. You know, it, it's not important to me to become a social influencer because I'm not going to monetize any of my social feeds anyway, ever. So it's it's important because it's about numbers and it's about eyeballs. Um, but but to to kind of answer your question, Mark, I I know it, I know it's a lot to ask, and 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 I know um, it's no one's responsibility. But if you if you kind of look at yourself and look at what I'm doing, and you know look at look at what a bunch of these readers are like, you know Dakota Da and people like that who push it out every single day from the native uh, posts. Uh, it, it's like, you know, I'm sacrificing a lot of time, right? And, and, and I'm running this and I'm teeing it up for you. So maybe every once in a while you do that as well. And don't only fucking tap your buddies and, and do shit with your friends or people that are involved with your publishing company. We have to be one thing. 
right? And I'm not saying that thing is called godless. It's called independent horror, or it's called independent dark fiction, or, or whatever we want to label it as. I don't, I hate labels anyway, but I just think it's a collective of creative talent. And when you have that many creators in one place, the, the, the purpose is to all support each other and get behind each other. And, 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 and I think, you know, someone who's like done a really, really, really amazing job and goes above and beyond all the time, besides like the core people that I always talk about, Lucy, you always do, Baltusberger always does, mm-hmm. is Ryan Harding, man. And, and I didn't really expect that. And, and Ryan, no offense, man, but I, 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 he just seems to be at a, a, another level to, to really kind of like, show no ego at all and share everyone's shit every day. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really got to commend him for doing that, man, because there's like authors who are, who aren't even, haven't even really broken yet who don't do it. And he does it. Mm-hmm. He spends that time. He's got a full-time job too, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's like he does it. And, and, it, and it just, I, I, I couldn't be more thankful to people like that. You, you know? One yeah. thing I was thinking too, another thing that another thing that people can do that is really super easy and low effort is um, not even posting because I know I understand some people might not have much of a following or anything like that, especially a lot of these authors on Instagram who just don't really know how to use the platform and make content that tanks all the time so that no one sees it. Yeah. Is engage with your posts, engage with the godless posts and engage with other authors posts because that will bring those posts up. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually, I think, more valuable for a lot of for a way that a lot of these maybe newer authors can contribute is just to help the other ones have their posts be seen by more people by getting more engagement and really so like really just even engaging with each other because if you have like 40 instagram followers what you know who are mostly reciprocal followers it's not going to be that as helpful as if you get in like a godless tiktok you know like message amplified or something like that i agree i agree with you for sure lucy but you got to think about like 40 followers globbed onto a pile of like a hundred thousand more yeah that that does make a difference it, no, because yes. because like like when a big release comes out, like let's just say, I mean, obviously we, we've teetered off. I, I don't want to talk about like October right now. So let's just talk about something that's relevant right now. Yesterday, Rain and the professor dropped a collab and I couldn't open up Facebook without seeing that image I created everywhere. And that's what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. It's about overwhelming people so they can't turn away from it and then having the godless brand implemented into that some way, whether it's through messaging or it's actually a logo on there. But to, to, to your point, engagement is always effing key. And, and people should engage with the, the native posts. And you know, even if you just say, oh, I can't wait to get this. It, yeah, you're right. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's no effort. But that keeps everything on top. You know, people, people, great cover looks cool. Anything like that. People are misguided by this uh, kind of like law of putting the link in the the comments thing. And and I always speak against this because it 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 doesn't really matter that much. It's not going to affect your positioning or who you reach. What is going to affect that is having no one comment on a post. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and also you can you can trick that. Uh, as far as putting the link in the actual post by putting it in there and putting an image in there instead of the link out uh, preview. 
Does so, that kind of override that? That's awesome to know. It 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 kind of does. You know, I mean, it it, it doesn't really do it. I, to tell you the honest to God truth, I, <laughs> I I I honestly don't know how much truth there is to uh, link out and burying. I I, I don't think okay. I, I don't necessarily think it's true. You you hear it from a lot of people who are like you know anti-vaxxers and shit. Yeah, they buried my posts. But it's it's like, I don't think I don't think it's even that relevant, especially in a community as, as kind of like small and contained as ours is, right? Well, that's but, good to know, because I got caught up on that myth and I've been putting the link in comments like every time. I'm like, I'm so good at doing this and now I'm going to get more well, views, but it doesn't seem it's more about talking. Yeah, it, it's absolutely 100% about engagement. That's all it's about. That's all it's ever been about on every social platform. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you you can get a you can get a zillion views on a video on fucking YouTube, but if no one says shit on it, no one's ever gonna fucking see it, dude. And that kind of brings us to something I know that we wanted to discuss that you were you've been seeing is you know is almost these things that are like engagement bait um, about Godless that we kind of wanted to touch on, which we're seeing. Um, a lot of things about the satanic stuff, either that either one point or the other. Like I just, did you want to touch on that? Because that was kind of in that, in that um, whole realm. Yeah. I think that um, this is kind of a difficult topic to approach because, you know, I, first, first of all, I've, I've answered this question more than a million times well, not actually. <laughs> That's hyperbole. Um, <laughs> uh, Godless is not a satanic platform. It's not an anti-religious platform. It is not a fuck you to religion. It is is nothing like that. It's nothing about that. And you know, I, I know I don't really make that clear, and I blur the lines because I do use a lot of satanic stuff, like the six 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 awards, and and I like I like the imagery of of uh, you know uh, the crucifix and all sorts of religious stuff. So I I personally my design nomenclature and aesthetic is always gravitated towards religion, even since my first published book was got which was godless. Um, I think that the 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 main message. And Mark will back me up on this because Mark was there when I said, should I do this thing called Godless? You know, I remember. He, he, he was, oh, that was an interesting February. <laughs> he, he was he was the only person I asked uh, out of the gate. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking about doing this thing, uh, a distribution platform for like indie horror and underground horror and, and stuff like that. And I'm going to call it Godless. And he can attest to that. It, at launch, even when it was a clothing company in 2020, the the tagline for it was belief in you. And, and that's what it is. It's about believing in yourself rather than handing your creative and your fucking IP that you should hold so close to your chest over to some company like Amazon, dude. And, and this isn't an Amazon bash either, man. I think what Amazon's doing is great, I suppose. I suppose KDP, uh, in theory, is a great thing. You know, it helps people uh, get their work out and it helps them get established and get known. But it, it's what they demand in uh, the kind of KDP select um, rules and guidelines uh, is, is that you're, you're exclusive with them. And, and not only do you have to pay them a bigger uh, portion of your royalties, that kind of means that they own part of your IP. 
And I'm not interested in owning anyone's shit but my own, dude. I'm an arrogant fuck, dude. I don't care about owning any of your stuff. I'm not going to rip off anyone's shit. That said, don't send me manuscripts and say, can you read my shit? If you don't have that copyrighted or an ISBN or anything, that's just dumb, right? <laughs> would you ever Would you ever do that? I mean, would you ever send like, here's my, here's my uh, script for this new movie that's going to be worth like a zillion dollars to like some fucking, uh, you know, movie producer <laughs> so he can fucking steal it. Yeah, like yeah. Be, yeah. Be, be smart with your creative vision and your IP, and seriously, hold that shit close to your chest. Don't go running your own mouth about like on on Facebook groups and shit. I'm thinking about writing this story about blah 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 blah. It's like, oh, all yeah. right, dude. Yeah. Well, since you since you haven't written it yet, fine, dude. That's mine now. You don't <laughs> own that shit, and you can't. Good advice. Stop telling your ideas out. I yeah. see that all the time, and it, authors, too. you need to stop doing it. it it's yeah, it's, it's isn't it isn't it, it, it it's fucking lame brain, dude. It makes yep. no. Why would you ever 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 do that? I mean, I, I exactly wanting attention. I I mean, I know I've lived in Hollywood for a long time, but you know, every wow. creative community and uh, production is going to have sharks. Right. And, and yeah, who's, to, who's yeah. to say who's to say that I'm not a shark? I mean, I think that we all know that I'm not a fucking scumbag. You're not. I wouldn't steal shit from people. But still, man, I, I wouldn't send anything ever to anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, I think that's why, like you as a publisher, Mark, what do you, when you ask for open up your submissions, do you, do you say what? Send me the first three chapters. I, th I think I did. I usually have said, because it's been so long that we've been open, but I think I said like the first chapter and like a brief synopsis or something, because I'll know if I if it's something I want right away. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't need to look at everybody's entire manuscript. No. Yeah. yeah. So. And, 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 and I, I just think I think that's crazy. And just just yeah. like we, we all agree on posting that I've got this idea for a story on fucking social media is just absolutely irresponsible to yourself, right? I mean, why yourself, would you yeah. why would you do that? It's like seriously, it's, it's like exciting. kicking yourself in the teeth. Mm -hmm. You got this cool idea, you have no one else to say it to because you're, you know, you've at home writing probably doing research. Oh, this is so cool. And it also, I think what it is is a lot of times nobody knows what to post. And so rather than sharing somebody else's stuff, maybe like, okay, well, I have an idea. It takes a long time to write a book. How can I get people excited about this now? So they try to come up with title. They want to tell you their ideas, or maybe they even get a draft cover. And that's the thing. It's just a draft. It's not there. It's all in your head still. And somebody else snags it very, very easily. But I think that's why they do it. It's an attention-seeking thing. It's, it's not to be mean to anyone. We all have that inside of us, right? I have so many ideas, and I'm like, I'm going to post this. I very quickly decide not to, but mm -hmm. I think everybody's a little bit different. And some people need that depending on what's going on in their writing career. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Lucy, you know how closely I hold shit to my chest, dude. Yeah. I, I try and be as careful as possible, dude. And and whenever we do one of these series, I try and vet it in a way where not even everyone involved knows what's going mm -hmm. on. Right. Yep. Uh, except for you and I, yes. <laughs> and my, my Mark, you, Mark, you've been, you've been in a lot of it too. But, but, <laughs> I like but, to be surprised sometimes. Though. I go, don't yeah. tell me about this one. I want to see the twist no, when it. You, you do, <laughs> but, but but it's like I I I just would never do that. I, I just I, but but originally the the question was about the religious thing and 
And I, it's not an anti-religious platform, A. So, you know, if, if someone does come up to you and I'll say, like, I'll pray for you or, or whatever that might be, or I'm not going to buy your books because you're involved with this, just keep it to yourself because it, all you're doing is really fanning uh the the exact type of behavior that you just received uh mm -hmm. from from the opposite standpoint so it's like okay so one person came up to you and said i don't want to buy your book because it's on godless and then you shared that and then like a hundred people from the horror community responded and bashed christianity it's like yeah okay okay not that's that, not bringing people together no yeah <laughs> That, that that's not right either. And no. you, you can ask anyone. Mark, I know that you're spiritual, you know, and uh, I, I know that, that Carver is. And Carver and I are really good friends. He gets it. You know, I mean, he, 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 might, he, might, he, he might think it's a little over the top for his taste, which is fine, man. If, if you don't feel comfortable uh, putting your work on a, on a platform called Godless and you don't feel comfortable doing it. We, 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 we don't need we don't need to hear, you know, your your inner conversation <laughs> that you're having uh, about your your struggles with religion and an anti-religious sounding platform. And it's funny the way the way you describe it too, because that almost sounds like what like the Church of Satan is like. It's about where they're just about like yeah. individualism, and they're about like and and they're about more of just you know rebellion from from these from from groupthink kind of well, and the, and and that's kind of that seems to me to be the perfect use of satanic imagery, but that's just someone, I know, I happen to know something about the actual Church of Satan, not a bunch of like bullshit stories about human sacrifice in the 80s. Yeah. So like, to me, like that's what I know of. Also, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not religious and I'm not, I'm not Christian. So I don't know anything about that say like Satanism stuff either. That's just not a thing in 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 Judaism, especially when you're yeah. not religious. So like there, there's, there's no there's no devil in Judaism. No, no. Why I? So I come uh, from a place of complete ignorance to this, and it's only things that I found out by myself. And I've listened to some interviews by the church of the guy from the Church of Satan. He's incredibly boring. Like yeah. he talks about. Like, <laughs> no, well, well, I mean, like, is, is, isn't know? that isn't that kind of the 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 whole joke of Satanism though, right? I, I mean, it, it it's atheism. And hedonism yeah that that's what it's based on and the you're right the, this whole sacrifice thing or like why would i start an e-commerce platform that was about fucking yeah. evil <laughs> and sacrificing fucking animals and killing <laughs> why would i do that and, and i i agree with you on the parallels but i'm not satanic yeah. i i've yeah. also i've also said this a million times and i just yeah. said it in a post yesterday if the devil appeared in front of me right now and said, I will give you whatever you want if you sell your soul. I'd be like, you just gave me what you want, what I want, dude. You just proved to me that God in heaven exists, dude. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny too because like, well, like a lot of these things, like that's isn't that what's demanded of people from like major publishing houses or how you described Amazon? Like you're basically selling your soul to Amazon, yeah, to get to get put on everyone's Kindle for free. I don't know how kindle select works but like you know? well, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was also a funny thing about like people bitching about the name godless and in taking issue with it if people really are taking issue no one's ever come to me directly and said i have an issue with the name of your platform you know <laughs> they, they 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 say they say things like you know i'm unsure because of my spiritual background blah blah blah, blah, blah. you know but it's like what about the name amazon 
right? It it is a a platform based on print books that depletes and deforests the Amazon rainforest. (laughs) I I mean, that's worse than a a platform called Godless, isn't it? Don't put the mirror up in front of people, Drew. This is very dangerous when they start pulling back layers and realize the big companies that they support might not be so holy. But Godless, now I see a lot of extreme stuff going on there. So again, uh, to play devil's advocate is this isn't an extreme horror platform though correct like we're looking for anybody (laughs) i I, I like that i I love the fact that that was the most like preset question ever (laughs) is that great how i like i just so i I didn't know it was gonna come in right there though i see this extreme horror (laughs) i mean it looks crazy As we all know, including you, Mark, it's not an extreme <laughs> platform. It, it is about it, it is about it is about dark and subversive, uh, independent and underground fiction and literature. So, if in any way, if it's horror erotica, if it's dark fantasy, if it's horror sci-fi, if it's anything from any of these labels and genres that fits into something that is darker than, you know, say a, a romance book, then it's probably right for Godless. And I, and I, I, I dislike that it uh, has been tapped as uh, an extreme platform because people say, well, I only see that like these extreme authors really, you know, uh, you know, uh, making names for themselves through the platform. That's not true at all, man. The, the, the uh, the professor is the least extreme freaking thing I can think of, right? I mean, I know he's very subversive and very out there, and he does something very unique, but he's not an extreme horror author. And as of right now, he's what a lot of people are talking about. I don't think Rain Havoc is an extreme author. I don't necessarily think Simon is an extreme author. I think he's a gross author. And I, and I think he writes some very subversive fiction. But I think when we talk about extreme, I think of Ketchum clones. I th- that's what that is, right? And, and you know, Splatter, Splatter could be uh, roped into that too, but... Does Splatterpunk even really exist anymore? Is it? I, I, I don't know. Is is it a? I, I don't is, know. I is don't it know. is it a dead genre? And now everything's just horror. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. This idea of labels and everyone wanting to battle it out. I feel like this is what I did um, when I was younger. There was certain like I had. It was called heavy metal, but then you had death metal and black <laughs> metal, and they wouldn't you know cross lines. Like, of course, I don't well, understand well, it anymore. I got Mark, it back then, but now as an adult, I don't. I don't. It, there was no, actually extreme horror has hurt me worse than anything else I would say by getting tagged as an extreme horror publisher that happened probably back in 2010 with the first DOA. Yep. To this day, most of our stuff isn't extreme, and I don't know that it gets the notoriety that I think it deserves or it should get. And I think that label is hurt. Um, and so I'm just curious. I, I'm glad that you said that. I want more people to almost get rid of these labels, I feel like sometimes. So I won't even go to bat and say, oh, Splatterpunk is this and Extreme is that. And I don't, I just like dark stuff that I like. Yeah, I, I, I can't stand it. You know what, I, I Mark, you and I uh, definitely have different music tastes. You lean more metal and I definitely lean more punk rock. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, does labeling those things really make a difference? It doesn't. It, it, it's about an individual enjoying something. And it's about uh, creatively uh, pursuing 
kind of like the 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 darkest parts of your mind to produce something that's unique and different and subversive. And doing by labeling all this, it's just it's a mess. And and I made a joke yesterday in my video. I did the video from a, a location that was uh, from Sid and Nancy. And I made a joke at the end of the video. I said, heavy metal is lit. And it cut off like right before I said lame. But it, but, it, but but I was I was totally just making a joke about like, you know, when I grew up, there was a definite uh, uh, kind of uh, friction b between heavy metal uh, fans and punk rock fans. And it never made any sense because at the end of the day, the music is really fucking similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and. Yeah. It, the the fact that it didn't make sense it, it's the same thing with like with horror writing and labeling stuff and pinning people against each other it's like why bother just call yeah. it one thing it, and whatever you want to call it just call it fucking literature mm -hmm. you know what i mean it, it it doesn't have to be anything other than that i, I mean yeah. that's kind of says it all and i i I think it's unfortunate that uh, Godless has kind of been labeled this extreme thing because it's if you look in the top 25, there's not one Ketchum clone in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it couldn't be um, labeled extreme, possibly labeled uh, splatter punky leaning, you know, but I just don't think that's a thing anymore, right? I mean, whenever I think about splatter punk, uh, originally I always said a Barker. Um, but, you know, now I just, it just seems so lame to me. And, and it, <laughs> it, it does. And it, it, you know what it reminds me of is during the, um, I think this was probably mid-90s, um, there was this big boom in action sports. And, uh, you know, with, with the X Games, where, where I worked for a while and, and things like that. And people kind of globbed on to it for like from like Six Flags. I was like, people, I'm just like, this is an extreme roller coaster. And whenever I hear Splatterpunk or Extreme, that's what I think about. These cheesy fucking commercials for roller coasters. And okay, it's wait, like, when did that, what year was that? This, that was, this was mid-90s. Okay. Mid to late, mid to late 90s. Everything was extreme. Remember the Xterra, the Nissan Xterra. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. I talked about this on Mom's podcast. That is actually what I had heard first. I heard all those extremes. I think in the late, like I don't know, it started going to the 2000s because that stuck in my head. It did. And I was like, I want to do something extreme, <laughs> and I didn't know what Splatterpunk actually was or if there was extreme horror at the time. And I started saying that, and I was like, man, damn, looking back, I wish I hadn't. So yeah, it's really I mean, it, interesting. It, it's like one of those you things. You remember it, those commercials. It, 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 it was a way of commercializing commercializing action sports. And at the time, at the time in the, you know, kind of turn of the millennium, if you went up, when these action sports uh, stars, like all had agents and it was such a big deal, right? Like these skaters had agents and they were cutting movie deals and, and, and promotional deals and things like that. It's like, if you ever said the word extreme to any of them, especially the most like legit skaters and snowboarders and shit, they'd be like, fuck you, man. They, because they, no, no one ever wanted it to be called extreme sports. Mm -hmm. they, they, they always preferred action sports. And, and that's kind of the same way that I feel about uh, our community. It's like this extreme thing and this splatter punk thing. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. You're, you're, you're labeling us as buffoons with fucking catchphrases.
And that 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 that's yeah. like that, that's like grunge, right? It's like okay, yeah. so Nirvana and Pearl Jam are fucking uh, huge. Let let's let's grab every fucking band that's wearing a flannel in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it it, yep. it it it's it's a a big business play to make a buck off of fucking something that's hot. And then mm-hmm. that just like I said last year, which was kind of like the pinnacle of you know the new generation of the extreme and splatter punk movement, we, you know, this kind of like uh, all new generation of it. It's like people were glabbing onto it and all these different authors and publishers were starting to put extreme on their covers. And, you know, authors were kind of like starting to write more along the lines of the type of things that you'd find in an Aaron Beauregard book or a Volpe book or something like that. And, and, and kind of just like kind of suiting up for the part. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was like yeah. a, a, a I want to be in a grunge band and I'm going to throw on a flannel and, you know, become a junkie and I'm fucking a part of it. And and that's not that's not what this is about. That's not what Godless is about. That's not what the, the horror community should be about. And you know that I always uh, preach individualism and being yourself anyway. And, and I think that that's important to never like look at an author and say, wow, I want to write just like that guy. Why? Right. Write like you, man. Isn't that what writing's about? It's about like getting oh, your yeah. feelings from the inside of you out, right? Yeah. It, it, it's it's a vessel, and to to say I want to be like this guy or I want this guy's success or blah 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 blah, it's just all fucking bullshit. And it always makes me think of these extreme fucking roller coasters. And it also makes me think of these fucking fat cats who are signing like all these shitty fucking grunge bands and, and, and like and these, and these other kind of like you, you remember at the <laughs> i've got a really bad <laughs> remember at the remember at the at the, the the dawn of like a uh the, the the kind of rap metal movement bands like ugly kid joe and oh. shit that were like a big faith no more fucking rip off mm-hmm. and it's just like how did these guys ever get signed to a fucking label they're mm-hmm. just terrible be- because they they fit yep. this part yep yep this. And, and the same thing with new metal it's like you know like machine head throws on a fucking adidas warm-up and gets like fucking cornrows and all of a sudden, they're fucking new metal, dude. Yeah. Those, those guys, <laughs> those guys have gotten more genres than any other fucking band. They're just trend jumpers. And, and, oh my god! And, and and I I hate that. And I and I hate to see it in a community that I love so much. Mm-hmm. I know that this was a really really long way of answering your question, Mark. It, <laughs> it's it's not an extreme platform. I frown on labeling, and I frown on things that to me are perceived as corporate buzzwords. An extreme mm. horror to me sounds like a corporate buzzword and it's bullshit. And it's something that makes me cringe because I just don't like it because I think about that fucking Six Flags dancing guy. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same song all the time. You like, get off a yeah. bus and you do that. Yeah. I think about that oh, motherfucker yeah? in a commercial. I, I'm making this up, but this could have very well been a commercial. Like he skates in an escape board, like the extreme roller coaster. And it's like, man, <laughs> fuck you and your, and your uh, corporate bullshit fucking marketing, man. It's like, that's not what this is about. You so, get- so this comment is unscripted. You are now, but it's a music one. I feel like that is a very lemmy. You, you, could be a, you could wear a motorhead shirt at a punk show. A death metal show, no one will say anything. You can be now like the Lemmy of horror. You know, you're Motorhead, you're Godless, and we play horror. Doesn't matter what it is. That's yeah, what we, you used to say every we, show. But, but, but it, play it, rock it, and roll. 
It doesn't it have fun. to be. It doesn't have to even yeah. be limited to horror, right? I, I mean, it's it's anything. It's anything that's that's having a trouble uh, finding amplification and getting footing and finding a voice, and the, that that can be anything, man. I I, I do want to expand the the offering uh, in 2022. I mean, I don't want to go outside of anything that isn't looked at as different, subversive, and 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 dark. Mm-hmm. But but we can venture into different things. So someone sent me some books the other day that are like you know straight mysteries, and I'm like I'd love to have them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to have that stuff on my site. You know, but that's that see that's the type of thing that's gonna break on the site. You know, uh, extreme horror authors are are kind of a dime a dozen right now, and people that are coming to the table with new and unique ideas and different ways to approach literature, those are the ones who are breaking right now. And I never would have thought, I, just like I was going to say earlier, I never thought the professor was going to break. You know, I, I, I honestly didn't. And it's nothing against him. He's a fucking genius. And what he does is great. But it's like, I just didn't know if the appetite was there for it. And it, I was proven so wrong because the appetite was there for it. And and Lucy Shimmering Oasis said that that was one of the huge success stories of uh, 31 Days of Godless because it was different. Uh, you, you used a different technique in telling a story that, you know, kind of like forced its way into the, the barriers of the, the genre that Godless normally uh, telecasts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think that uh, John does it all the time with, uh, you know, his 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 poetry and uh he uh, obviously unclean verses was also one of the the big things in, in 31 days of October. And my my walk away, obviously, besides that Volpe and Aaron's book destroyed fucking everything over 31 days of Godless. <laughs> what, what was that the, the right after that uh, were these new and unique approaches? You, John, the professor, they were all in the top five, I think. Mm-hmm. I, that, that was that's crazy. It's awesome. I just it, it it shows that people who might have originally come into this thinking that it was going to be about, you know, I'm going to write this story about this chick who gets kidnapped and raped for 20 days, you know, that 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 they're they're kind of like looking at that now and saying, okay, you know, I did that, you know, I I I, I kind of followed the path that that seemed to be laid out for what where horror was going, and I found something new, and I kind of like a inched out something for myself that's unique and different. And, and and I think that we've done a good job with that with the original series as well. I think that fucking Scumbags is a really unique narrative. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, is more fun and kind of a playful wink that, that when we create a godless league. But I, I still think it's, it's, it's different and unique. And, and it doesn't fall into these different genres that, uh, you know, people still seem to hold on to you know whenever i go and like i remember that i used to go to to best buy to buy dvds and i i don't remember the brand it no it wasn't it wasn't the mention but they had these extreme horror dvds that came out like monthly and it's just like i i I always gave it the gas face man because i just like i said it's always about that fucking roller coaster dude that i want to punch in the face you know it's just it's bullshit it's bullshit it's grunge. It's fucking new metal. It's new metal, man. Yeah. That's what it is. It, it it even feels like new metal. It does. When I read some of it, I I've read some of it, and I was like, I feel like I'm in a Limp Bizkit album. 
Like yeah. just just aggressive for the sake of being aggressive. Yeah. Like and and not and and not much else. Like because and with new metal there wasn't a. I mean I hate new metal so I'm mean, like there to me there was not a lot of substance. I know some people might feel differently because there are some people who who like were teenage like you know that was really important music yeah. to them like for some teenage boys and so not to bash that but for me it was to it was always totally meaningless so i sometimes feel like especially because i was a teenager when new metal came out i remember and then i remember the explosion of what you're talking about where these hangers on and the record companies going and signing every band that had the right look yeah and, dude it, 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 was, it was it was it was the cash grab dude yeah absolutely it, it, it's like it's like Put cornrows in your hand, get a four-finger ring, and we're an Adidas warm-up and, and make fake. metal music. It's like, and, what is that? It was fake. It was fake. It wasn't like there's not a new metal song to me that has more of actual that has more legit anger than like Alanis Morissette's "You Ought to Know." That, which, which you know about. I hated that when it first came out, but I've gone back and listened to her stuff. I, I kind of really like it, man. But and it was it was legit. Like no one was doing that. Like that yeah. was to me. So like when you have that, and then I hear this like like almost like corporate manufactured rage on the new metal stuff, and I can kind of see them like, well, there's there's no. I mean, I'm not seeing much to it. I'm just seeing just seeing violence and rage and aggression, and I don't know why. Well, and, it, it, and, was, it was baloney, right? It, yeah. It, it, it was it was commercialized and created in a lab. You know, yeah, the new the, the new metal bands might as well have been boy bands. Yeah. yeah seriously, be because it was it's just a, a huge cash grab. It's mm -hmm. like okay, this is what's hot right now. And if you think about it right now, it's like how many more uh, female singers do we have to hear that sound exactly like Billie Eilish? It's like, yeah. it, it, it you you know this is going to end soon. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. wh wh why go out this late in the game and pick these people up because they're they're never going to get their footing. Mm -hmm. So. It, if we apply these 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 kind of past learnings from the corporate conglomerate freaking record world mm -hmm. to publishing, we can see clearly that a lot of these things are just trends and they're going to go away, man. Yeah. That's why that's why you need to be unique and make a name for yourself, not as by putting trigger warnings on your books and saying that you're fucking pissed off at the Christian community and stuff like that. Just do something fucking original. Mm hmm. That's one thing I really like about Godless and that I, I hope if anyone's considering it and they're outside of this genre, the fact that you can do a, just an isolated short story is so, so powerful because in the past we have had to give it to magazines or anthologies. And, you know, even if you trust in the publisher, you kind of are lumped in. You're really putting a lot of trust in the publisher because you've got 10 to 15 other stories. You have no idea. And I know people listening have at one point in their life been the best story in anthology. And that's actually one of the worst feelings. You almost want to see everyone shining around. You want to be surrounded by great stuff. Magazines can go under. These anthologies go out of print. But with Godless, I have this story. It's mine. And you can't really, even on Kindle Unlimited, it's 99 cents. That's your lowest point. And that actually is a lot for a 6,000 word story. You know, well, I, I mean, I know well, people pour their heart and soul into it, but 50 cents makes it, it's a huge difference. Even mm -hmm. if it's just, you know, I don't know, mentally, I'm like, oh yeah, I could do 50 cents for totally. a story. Totally. Well, well, Mark, that's, it's kind of, you know, firsthand that that's where this was birthed, right? I, I, I came yeah. to you with the, the fucking scumbag huge. stories and I, and I said, would you release these? And you said, yeah, well, let's do it. And you said, and I go, okay, let's, let's do them for 25 cents a piece. Right. And he's yeah. like, we can't do that on Amazon. It's the the barrier of entry is ninety nine cents, and that is essentially what kind of sparked what would be a cool idea 
to bring all these uh, micro influencers together, unite them as a community as one big macro influencer and sell shit they can't sell anywhere else at microtransaction prices. So it comes off as going to the godless app and buying a couple books. It's like buying freaking lives on Candy Crush, right? I mean, yeah, think, yeah. think about that. It's different. You're, you're going to get a lot more entertainment out of this too. You know, if, if you're an avid reader and you can go pick up a book for 50 cents and read it and take an hour or two to get it done, that's that's just a, a lot of incentive to do that. And I think that the microtransaction and micro-influencer thing coming together and then kind of booming out uh, words socially, that's how this should work. I, I mean, obviously, there we, we've already talked about it in this past hour. There's going to be loose connections here and there. And it's just a it's just a matter of me and uh, all of us, uh, the three of us and the rest of the community, continuing to move forward with this. Because the second we step away from it and second guess ourselves, we lose our footing. And some other corporate fucking asshole is going to come in and they're going to replicate this shit, dude. It's just a matter of time. I can't believe nobody's done it yet. I mean, there's this new thing called radish, which is really fucking stupid. But uh, you know. It, it's like a uh, it's like a serialized they essentially take novels and they break them up into uh series and then release okay. them for like microtransaction prices are free okay it, but 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 i mean it's like the second that we stop the momentum we fucking lose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 that not that that does upset me a lot but you know uh, if godless doesn't continue it, it's back to fucking KDP for you guys, man. And and I, that's that's not a that's not a threat. And I and I don't mean to 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 threaten people and say, well, you know what, dude, if you don't fucking work your hardest, you're gonna get your ass kicked. We have to be realistic about what this is, and we have to be realistic about the strain on me because I am only one fucking person. You know what I mean? And if we stop the momentum, like, and it we lose. We we lose something that that set, that makes uh, Godless different from anything out there, and, and and separates our genre from all the others. It makes us unique. It 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 it, it gives us a way to project the unheard voices within the community in a way that they could never get done on any platform like Amazon, because Amazon is pay to play, dude. We know KDP is, right? It's like a company yeah. store. It's like Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. You got to freaking pay for advertising to get your footing ever at all to be featured as an Amazon or Kindle book or any of that shit, dude. We don't have to do that with Godless. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scheduling books every single day with authors and publishers just so we can focus on that. And if everyone participates and broadcasting the the messaging that comes out we fucking win we win dude you know and and, and it's not easy and and mark you told me from the beginning it wasn't going to be easy i you you're crazy i i i i I didn't i I didn't mean to turn this into like a sob story or a threat uh but we got to be realistic about what this is. You know, there's 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 only so much longer that I'm going to continue to do fucking book covers and formatting and social assets and shit that I have to pay for. I do pay for vectors from a freaking uh, stock spot to do that shit. It's like 
someday the well's probably going to dry up if everyone doesn't participate. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, like yeah. we. And, and I, I obviously have no plans in shutting it down, right? But yeah. I, I, I just wish people would would all do their part. And and, and like like I said, they 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 don't have any financial obligation to this. So it, it's like, yeah, it, it's just it's it's helpful for me. And and I and I think it'll help us all accomplish the goal. And the long term goal is not necessarily to cross over, but to make our community very well known. As a as a uh, uh, kind of uh, a breakthrough creative endeavor that uh, that that no one else has. Yeah, and uh, and I don't think it's a soft story. It's 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 hard to do these things alone. And we talked about that, Lucy and I, with the independent publishers. It's usually only one or two people. Yeah, and they are. They're reading all these manuscripts. They're editing. That takes that's a ten hour thing. You know, you're just sitting at the computer. And by doing the editing, you're suddenly not out there promoting then your authors. So there's a hard trade-off and you're doing it all. You're doing the promoting, you're on locations, you're formatting the books for the people like KDP would do and then uploading them. So it's, I don't think it's a sob story. I think it is a very hard thing. And if you're being realistic, a lot of us try to put up a facade that it's not extremely taxing and extremely hard. And it is, it mm-hmm. is very difficult and it does take an unbelievable belief in themselves. And that's extremely important for anyone listening, I think, to horror business. You've got to believe a lot. So mm-hmm. definitely not a soft story, dude. It's true. Yeah. It's so hard. so it's so hard. so once again, it's it, it goes back to the godless name that's belief in self. And and that's yeah. kind that's that's kind of the the main message here, right? It's like mm-hmm. no one's gonna get this shit done for you. Oops. Yeah. And and you just have to believe in yourself and you have to move forward. And we we really did have uh, the, the the machine rolling in October. And, yeah. and I, obviously I knew that uh, November and December were going to teeter off a little bit. That's why I did the anti-Christmas thing. Um, but but it's like, that's what we need. If, if, if I could uh, kind of like capture that lightning in the bottle and the momentum and the excitement that was involved in October and, 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 and package that up and make that what Godless is all about, because that was what it was all about. Mm-hmm. I, I would wake up every day. And obviously you guys know, I wake up every day and launch books and do social and all that stuff. But it's like, I, I was so excited because everyone was so involved in it. Right. And everyone was reaching out to help me because they knew that I had a stack of work in front of me. Right. Uh, what I, when I took it on, you guys thought I was nuts. Um, that just that promotion alone and and i just i'm not i'm not begging people to participate but if you think back to what we all did back in october it it is just absolutely amazing you know i i i put together um uh the like the 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 q4 numbers the other day just uh for like reporting for the sake of reporting and numbers and stuff and it's just like Dude, I never imagined that, you know, what March to April, however many months that is from March to October, that we would have done something like that in such a short amount of time. And that that shows that it can be done. And uh, all naysayers, fuck you. But we we, we need to, uh, as, as a community, still stand behind this and, and and whether people want to be involved or not that's kind of irrelevant it's like you know we kind of have a a a core team together 
And I think that it expands further than that because I think a lot of people have put out olive branches towards others that they might have had grudges with in the past. And and I I just think it it, it works like a machine now. Whereas like last March uh, when it launched, it was just like the fuck, you know, just scattered yeah. all over the place. Didn't really know what we were doing. Kind of playing it by ear. And uh, you know, and then that's also why I pumped the brakes on a lot of things, right? You know, I. Lucy knows how excited I get about things and how overly ambitious I get. And so do you, Mark. And, you know, I pumped the brakes on uh, Mad Motherfuckers and I pumped the brakes on the second season of uh, Fucking Scumbags because I want to make sure we're doing this right. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, these 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 are anchors of the platform. Uh, They're the best sellers. And I, I think that. We have to approach it that way and not rush anything. Even even though Lucy and I think we've got this five-year plan, you know, it's it's like uh, uh, allowing ourselves to achieve what we want to achieve because there there is something here, but we don't want to just throw it on the fucking page like it's just like okay we're following the guidelines. We want to do something very non-linear and uh, have the have uh, you know the the community kind of like engaged and participating with us to feel like they're also a part of the that we built this from you know a little bit country launched on march 15th with the platform that has kind of been the basis for everything that this is this has kind of uh, started this and we need to remain true to that and by kicking it in the teeth and putting out a half-assed product and something that's not as powerful as the first season it would be a huge miscalculation on our parts and, and i'm glad we're not going to rush it to market yeah. And I, I did, that kind of leads me into something else I wanted to ask. And first, before I ask this, I want to preface it by saying that this question is not meant to give people guidelines of what they should be doing on Godless, um, because that defeats the entire purpose of what we just talked about and why these things are succeeding. But I want you to get into what is doing well on Godless because you've hinted at it a couple times and but the whole thing there is an undercurrent I know through all of them is that they are totally unique and they are very unique to each author's voice so it's supposed so not saying that this is a formula you should follow to have success on Godless but I do want to ask this question yeah and, and I think it's I think we, we've touched on a lot of it already um I think that the number one have a have a high quality professional product you know just don't don't send me a, a fucking uh, a word doc with some fucking piece of shit cover dude spend some time and and think about who you're trying to reach think about your your target audience uh it's important i know it doesn't seem that important don't judge a book by its cover fuck that judge a book by its cover you got one second to get someone's attention with a book cover on an e-commerce platform. So it better be fucking bold or no one's going to see it and no one's ever even going to look at it, right? I think that that's very important. Uh, Present yourself how you want to perceive is kind of the answer to that one. Secondly, participate socially uh, and become a part of the conversation that way rather than like, hey, man, I just... uh, you know, posted about my freaking new book, my own new book to a hundred different Facebook groups. And I I got like two people to like all the posts, right? It's it's like, that's doing nothing for you. Mm -hmm. If you haven't realized that by now, that this is 
doing absolutely fucking nothing for you, then you shouldn't be in the game because you don't have the stomach for it. You need to participate and make yourself a part of the conversation by involving yourself in the community. That means readers, that means groups, that means other authors, that means independent publishers. By kind of like going around them and supporting their posts and uh, helping drive engagement for their posts to be successful, you automatically become part of this conversation, which is a big conversation that you want to be in, the, the, the overall umbrella of what's going on here, right? So that's super important. And, and, and like you said earlier, Lewis, that, that, that brings people's uh, posts to the top of everyone's fucking feeds. And that is what you want. And you want that up there for as long as you can possibly get it. So if someone responds to one of your posts, let's say, for your latest book and says something dopey, just like, oh, that's rad. Try to spark a conversation with that. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you with success. That's going to help you sell books because the, the more people see it, the more it's in their face. It's the more that they're going to click through, most likely check it out, you know, maybe download the app. Uh, who knows? The, the the app now is actually up to uh, uh, we just hit uh, a thousand opt-ins for notifications, which nice. is pretty effing cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think that I think that that's that's super rad, and uh, that's a very that's a very powerful way to reach people mm -hmm. because they uh, a thousand people hearing about your book the second it comes out, and I'm sending these out every morning now, right? Mm -hmm. the, the plan originally was that people pay for them, but fucking. Whatever, <laughs> I need to drive. I need to drive traffic as well. Yeah. Um, so you got to think about the 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 platform as a means to reach new people as well. It's just not there to deliver your books. It's also a way to reach an audience uh, through promotion and uh, obviously things like notification and social posts. So try and participate in that as much as possible as as well. Um, also. You know, success can be varied by what you're really looking for uh, as an author or a publisher uh, to achieve. If you're looking, if you're looking to hit a, a certain demographic or a certain target, it's important that you really kind of open yourself up further. I, I don't think really pinpointing, just like we said about Extreme and Splatterpunk, you don't want to hit just those readers. You want everyone to read your shit. I think someone new who's done a good job of really broadening his message, uh, besides Sean Hawker, who I think has done a great job of making a name for himself, uh, is is this guy, uh, Tim Friesenhan. He's got these really gross book covers with like people eating shit and stuff. But but he's 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 managed to... Uh, broadcast outside of that 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 small bubble of people who would want to read books about people eating shit. Right? You know what I mean? Uh, and and I think that, that that that's a win for him. I think that he wins because he's managed to hit other people beyond, and it's also because he's been participating socially, and he has become friends with people. And and it's not about who you know; it's about uh, how you know them. Uh, and supporting them is the best way to get to know somebody. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know that's that's kind of a scattered answer to success, but I don't really know how how you uh, push success. I mean, yesterday we released two books uh, by two names right now, uh, one of them breaking and one of them who 
broke from day one of the platform, which is Rain and the Professor, and that they did a collab together. And both those books did fantastic. I, I would say that those were a success, you mm -hmm. know. And I, and I also don't think that people need to approach the platform as a place to, you know, release, you know, 100-page novelette ebooks that cost $2.99. That's, that's just a, an unrealistic price point. And, and Mark, you kind of touched on this earlier. It's like th th this platform isn't all about short works and short stories and novelettes and novel novellas. But what it is about is reaching the biggest audience you can. So you need to price your product right and, and be reasonable. Um, in, in, in no world outside of someone like, besides someone like Stephen King or Clyde Barker, shouldn't ebook cost $6.99. Ever. Yeah. There's no there's no fucking overhead, dude. You know? Yeah. They the, these are these are premium authors. Dean Koontz, maybe, you know, Dan Simmons before he became a weird racist, whatever the fuck he is now. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 these these are these are premium fucking franchise authors, right? They can charge whatever they want because their fans are so loyal. You don't have that loyalty yet, man. Price yeah. that novelette at 99 cents or lower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. I, it, it shouldn't be a struggle. And then I always feel bad when I come back to a, an author or a publisher and I say, I ask, they say, what should I price this? Or where should I price this? And I'll say, well, how long is it? And they'll, you know, say like, oh, it's 8,000 words. It's 50 fucking cents. You know, mm -hmm. it, it it, it, it might seem offensive, but you, you have to look at it outside of, oh, I just wrote this fantastic thing and, you know, uh, there's nothing like it out there and, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, take that for what it's worth. Mark knows how I am, though, about my IP. I released the entire audiobook and Knuckle Supper for free on YouTube, right, <laughs> to, to, yeah. to, grow, to grow my audience. But, 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 but I mean yeah. – and did I get mad as the publisher? I'm like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. It, I see the value, like there's value you, in getting that. Yeah, Three you saw so you, you saw my long game with that, you know, and yeah. that 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 kind of led up to Godless. I released the Knuckleball audiobook on release day, and it's the number two best selling thing on the platform since launch. Mm -hmm. People just you know don't what always I mean? get that. I, no. I got it. I had the, uh, had people who were upset that I gave away lots of review copies. I think you might even remember one of this, Drew. Yep. I, oh, I were like, you gave away 150. I was like, yes, we want all these people talking about most authors are like, that's amazing. Thank you. I've given away. Well, your video has had millions of views. I think at this stage, right, is it's over a million. Uh, yeah, I, suffer, I, think. I think the 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 entire first book that was broken to chapters oh. is probably over two million. But that that's like every chapter. The, the first chapter is over a million. Yeah. And the the standalone of the entire book. It's over a hundred thousand. So that, uh, that means that means a hundred thousand people yeah. went and checked that out. It's like I, I couldn't have I did pay for that, you know, obviously, but yeah. I, I could I couldn't ask him uh, as as a way to become more known in this kind of like newer, younger community, right? I'm like an older guy. I know how to play in this world. It just so happens that I had this idea to do this. And people still come to me honestly daily and they say, Man, I really love that Knuckle Supper audiobook. Blah 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 blah. It's because they found out yeah. for free. It's mm -hmm. like I, I had I have no regrets about doing that for free because mm -hmm. I think it was one of the smartest things I did for my career. And obviously that all led up to Godless because you know I had a long game with that in social media to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I yeah, 
I, I just I, I think that success is, is is hard to achieve, but you know, and actually back to your question, Lucy, about this, how to you know you kind of present yourself. So this is just just think, you know, pr- price your stuff right. Pr- price your stuff with the means, right? Rain Havoc, sure, she sells a lot of books because her books are priced right. She's also built an incredibly loyal fan base. Mm-hmm. Like, like she has managed to do that on her own, right? She doesn't need the help of Godless, but you're damn right. She participates every single fucking day and helps everyone else out. You know, she she lends her audience to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And the same the same thing that I was saying earlier about Harding, man. You know, I. I I, it's not that I thought that Ryan might be a schmuck or something. I didn't think that at all. I know he's a really nice guy. But, I mean, you know, for him to go out of his way every day to promote every single author in the indie horror community is so effing cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And and that's why he's as successful as he is, right? So oh, be, the more people you help get what they want, you invariably get what you want. It's always but, been that way. But I, I, I'm not saying that's that's why he's doing it, right? I mean, no. I don't, I don't think. No, no, right. I, Ryan's got a very deep love for the horror community, uh, the indie horror community, and and I think he shows that, and he really wears it on his sleeve, like a, a lot of people who are, you know, not to not to measure uh, people's success by book sales, but people who don't sell as many books as Ryan Harding, who don't do it, you know, it's like. And yeah. look, look at look at Homeboy as an example, man. He is he's he's the button up freaking guy, and I I just think it's so cool. I I, yeah. I obviously you know how cool I thought it was that he wanted to participate in scumbags. Mm-hmm. I mean I had to beg him for months, but I it, 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 it's it's like but you know what he he was interested in it because he saw it as a cool thing and something different than he was you know, normally used to doing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's genuine think, when he does it. That's yeah. important too. And I didn't mean it to sound as if people do it. There are people who do it just to get that end result, but it is a natural, your success just naturally comes when you are genuine and you honestly are promoting those other people. So if anyone tries to replicate it and it's not genuine, it's going to be very apparent. And very Absolutely. Clear. Absolutely. And that, that's why usually Whenever I, I come on one of these authors, when, you know, their day comes to, to drop a new release, I remind everyone that this guy or this girl busts their ass for you every single time you drop one of your fucking books. Yeah. So pay it forward. Be a good fucking human. Don't pick up their free books when they're in a fucking bundle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a, another one of these things that you guys know, you guys know really gets under my skin. Uh, you know what, if, if an author is kind enough to want to drive traffic to Godless and drive eyeballs to your books that are on the platform by giving away a free book in a bundle, buy the fucking 50 cent book to get the free book. Seriously. Yeah. Buy it. Don't just go and fucking pick up the free books. That, that, that is so like mind blowing to me why someone would do that when the book that you want to buy for the bundle is 50 cents. Yeah. You know, just just mm-hmm. just think. Yeah. Yeah. Think think of the way that you'd want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ooh, you're asking a lot from people, Drew. You want them to be like better. You want them to self-reflect, break away from labels. This is come together. <laughs> you're, you're asking a lot of people uh, to grow up, I think. That's 
<laughs> I might be asking too much. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. That's good. It's, oh, it's, this is a perfect idea. I think this is awesome stuff. It is good. Yeah. It's just, uh, I just, I just, cool. well, I, 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 I don't want to, uh, I'm, I'm very opinionated as you both know. And, and I, I don't want to uh, seem that I'm ungrateful to people who participated and helped this, helped me through this last year. Uh, it's just that, it, we're, we're, we're just like, you know, uh, close to the top of the cliff. I, I'm so cl- I'm so close I can touch it now. You know what I mean? It's like, let's just keep the momentum. Keep doing it, not necessarily what's expected of you, but what you think is the right thing to do. So support other authors and publishers within the community. Don't fucking pick up free books without buying the bundle. You know, just these simple things they, that it, it, there's no there's no guidebook here for this, but it, 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 it's just shit that should go without saying. And the reason that I point out people like Ryan Harding uh, or someone who releases a lot of free bundles, Peter Caffrey, uh, is because they're team players, is because they see the potential in the community and they have a lot of love for the community. And that's why they do these things, right? It's not because, you know, Ryan's helping out some young author, like say, you know, Ryder Kinley, happy birthday, Ryder, released a new book today. And, you know, of course, Ryan shared that, blew her up, talked about her. It's like, he didn't have to do that. He's not expecting uh, Ryder necessarily go out and buy his next title. He wants to do it because he loves the community. And the same thing is with Peter Caffrey. You know, I we... He's unfortunately in a bad position because of his health. And he's still knocking out these freaking fucked up bedtime stories, right? And he's given away for free shit. He gave away God of Wanking for free for like a month. He gave away the free fucked up bedtime stories. It's perma-free. It's like he gives them away for free, not only to help fucking boost his name within the platform, but also to drive other people to uh, the site and the app so they yeah. can see so they can see your shit. You know what I mean? He even did a, a reading when he was sick that we did for Call Me Hoop on the website. Yep. He was one of the authors that did it. That was amazing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. What a workhorse, man. I love yeah. that kid. I, it's just absolutely unbelievable. Um, so I, these, are, these are just, uh, in my opinion, they're things that, that go without saying. But, but obviously, I need to say it, you know, because I, I, I see, you know, the, the, the same offenders of expecting – uh, expecting things or asking on like, you know, the week of their release. Well, you know, why didn't my book just do gangbusters? It's like, it's like, because you didn't listen to me and, and become part of the conversation, man. And then it's, it's not like that the, the, the everyday people who always do the uh, social amplification didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's just that no one knows who this person is because they haven't become a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. They, they hide in their own little world of like, it's my book release day. I'm just going to do everything leading up to that myself. And then when they finally do decide after the fact to get involved in the community, it comes off as bullshit and opportunistic. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I, I could be wrong about all this, right? I, I could be wrong, you know, and, and, and I could just be being a dick. But from what I saw about the way that things worked in October – and you got to understand that I'm the only person who's got his eyeballs in the fucking back end of this thing. That is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. That is how this is going to succeed. 
that is how you are going to become a name author and that's how you're going to break participate in the community man it it, it, it just means everything engagement means everything now this is a different world than uh you know, publishing used to be, obviously, and this is a digital e-commerce platform. So the, the, there's already a huge barrier of entry there. There's a bigger barrier of entry that we write horror, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, just think about these things and, and think think about, like, all the good that's going to come by supporting other people. Not only because it makes you feel good, but because they're going to look at you and say, wow, man, this guy really wants to help me out because you should. And their audience is going to recognize it. And the audience of that person is going to recognize it. Like a fucking pyramid scheme, right? Ponzi. <laughs> but, but that, you know, but that, that's, just, that's just how it works. It's like be sincere, support other people, and, and, and just be honest. Don't, don't, don't pick up free shit that's bundled. It drives me fucking crazy. You <laughs> seem like an evil, Satan-loving guy with that free and being nice to each other. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's I think that's pretty perfect way to sum it up um, for what Godless is and really how to get involved, which is just very, very simple. Be yourself and realize it's not all about you. You're just part of a community. Yeah. And I think that's awesome that that's the way that that's, you know, there's no formula to it. It's really just that be yourself and be cool and treat other people well and be excellent to each other. Party on, dude. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's like what, you know, good way of thinking about it. Be excellent to each other, party on, dude. Absolutely. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Holy heck. That's just it. Perfect. Too bad that's taken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could have been the tank on it, yeah. I know. Excellent. Well, uh, let's see. Before we let you go, though, I do definitely want to ask you about something you just announced recently, though. The Is it pronounced the, the Sixes Award? Oh, the, the Sixies. The Sixies, okay. It's the Six 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 Awards. Yeah, uh, it's going to be uh, uh, completely 100% Oh, one minute left. Completely 100% (laughs) fan and reader and community-based award show. So you don't have to nominate yourself or anything like that. Go to 666awards.com or or just sixies.com, which is 6-I-E-Z.com. And uh, you can find out the information. Uh, You still got a little over a week left to put your your titles uh, into the uh, Google uh, Sheet. Um, and then I will, on um, probably February 1st, February 2nd, February 3rd, I'll release the thing. There'll be a page on Godless and the 666 Awards websites where you can actually vote. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. It's always a pleasure to see you, Drew. You guys, yeah. too. You know I love both of you guys. Wow, we love you, too. <laughs> yeah, we do. We'll be in person soon. Yeah, let's go, <laughs> man. Oh, cool. <laughs> Be good. All right, buddy. Good to see you and take care. Thank you again for joining us.